Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. Good morning. It is Tuesday, April 28th, and I had hoe cakes for breakfast, which means this must be another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. So today we're going to talk all about dating in this new, very weird time that we're living in. As a single person myself, I know I am not the only person out there who's feeling more isolated than usual these days. A lot of people are doubling down on the dating apps, and plenty of people feel like now is not at all the right time to meet a new person. I feel like I'm kind of somewhere in between. But I was really curious, and I bet you are too, what do the experts say? Are they seeing trends in people's dating habits during a global pandemic? Do they have advice for people who may want to invest more time in online dating? Turns out they sure do. Our first guest is Bella Gandhi. She's a dating expert with the Smart Dating Academy here in Chicago. And I will admit, full disclosure, my first question was totally for my own benefit. So what's your advice for someone who has tried online dating in the past and just isn't into it? Listen, nobody's into online dating. I have never seen a human being. Not one human that's 21 to 71 years old that I've worked with. Gays, great, does not matter. Nobody is excited about it. Just look at it as something that you need to put into your dating repertoire. If you want to meet people, especially now in this pandemic world and even post-pandemic, right? Kind of for 2020, you've got to look at things a little bit differently and look at dating apps and sites as your friend. Change your mindset. Bella told me that, yes, dating can definitely feel like a two-dimensional swiping game. But if you're open-minded about it, maybe you can change your perspective just a little, and that'll make the whole thing, I don't know, at least slightly less unpleasant. I always say look at online dating as the world's largest cocktail party, right? There's going to be a lot of different people that are going to be at that party. Some are going to be for you. A lot aren't going to be for you. But it's a party that you want to be at. I personally, I tend to prefer sites and apps that have bigger denominators. And it turns out the cocktail party is way bigger than normal right now. There's something called peak dating season, which happens between December and Valentine's Day, where singles are, you know, going crazy, app activity is really high, and then it starts to usually decline. However, you know, post-COVID, app and site activity is is really high right now. And I think so much of that is because 48% of American adults are single, 118 million people. So if you think you're alone, and sometimes it can feel this way, <laughs> uh-huh. it's why not get on the apps right now? Yeah, yeah. 
The big difference now, obviously, is that, you know, normally when you match with someone you think you might like on an app and you talk to them a little bit, usually the next step is to go on an actual in real life date. But obviously, that's the part that can't happen now during COVID, uh, which makes things tricky because, you know, you can learn a lot about a person when you meet them in real life. But Bella actually says that video chats are a pretty decent substitute. You can get 99% about a person in a video chat. You really think it's 99%? You think it's that close to real life? Oh, yeah. I mean, video, it's like, look, we develop celebrity crushes on people. Like, we feel like (laughs) we know them. We've never laid eyes on them. I've never had coffee with Brad Pitt, right? But I watch him on screen, and I feel like we could be best friends. Yeah, yeah, that's a really, really good point. Online dating in general is more 2D, two-dimensional, right? It's like photos. 300 characters and you try to make sense and we build fantasies of who this person actually is, which sometimes leads to disappointment when we actually meet the person in real life because someone might have a great cyber personality, but when you meet them in person, it's a totally different human being. So the beauty of what video does, it's such a great interim step where that 2D image of the photo and the profile comes to life where you can actually see this person. You can hear their voice. You can look, you can hear their inflections. It's awesome. And you can like judge them based on how clean their apartment looks. (laughs) Right. And that's a really good point. Talking about video tips, make sure you look and see what's behind you, right? Uh No dirty towels, piles of dirty laundry, weird boxes of cereal, hoarded toilet paper, whatever it is. So we got a voicemail from somebody who had decided to give online dating a shot a little earlier on in the pandemic. Hi, Nerdette. It's Ariane. My COVID dating strategy right now is to not date. I actually have been going on a few dating apps and I hadn't really done that in a long time. But I decided, hey, we're all in the house. Maybe I should give it a try. But I realized that I actually didn't seem to be the best version of myself. I think that getting closer or trying to meet new people for me at this time is not a good strategy because I'm just frankly not in the right headspace for it. So that's my strategy. So really my strategy is a non-strategy, but hey, here we are. Bye. So this point from Ariane is a really, really, really good one. And I bet a fair number of people can relate to that. And it's actually something that Logan Yuri can totally speak to. She's a San Francisco-based matchmaker. She's a dating coach. She's got a background in behavioral science. And when I talked to her, I started by asking her what kind of advice she would give to a single person right now. Yeah, so it depends on the person and kind of where they're at emotionally. So if somebody's just like, look, people in my family are sick or I've been laid off and they just kind of need a break, I definitely wouldn't force them to date. I would say take this time to just sort of chill out and make sure you're in a mentally healthy place. I think this is time that people can use to get more self-aware. So for someone who doesn't want to actively date right now, they can use this time to explore some of their patterns. So one thing that I've done with my clients is I've had them sit down and make a little spreadsheet of their past relationships. And it's just for them. It's, it's nothing too official, but sort of the people who I dated, how we met, what I liked about the relationship, what I didn't and why it ended. 
And the idea is that you can start to notice patterns in your own behavior. Are you always the one to end it? Is somebody else always the one to end it? Does it end because you weren't upfront about what you were looking for? And I think people can use this time to make themselves even better daters for once this is over. Well, that sounds like a very intense level of self-examination, but I suppose maybe it would be super helpful. So what if maybe you're a person who's like, opened virtual dating, but like super cautiously open to it. What does virtual dating even look like right now? Logan has some ideas. I think a good first date on video chat is just chatting with the person. Some people like to set a time limit for it. Not that you can't go over that, but it kind of takes the pressure off. If you say like, hey, like let's chat for 20 minutes and then I have, um, a call with my friends from college or something. That way, yeah. you know, if it doesn't go well, you have a natural out. I think some people worry about how am I going to end this if it if it's not fun. It's not like you can say, oh, I got a first drink. Like, that was great. See you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a first date on video chat could just be a regular chat, getting to know the person. It's kind of a, a vibe check. And then a second date, if it could be maybe you both go on walks around your neighborhood and you FaceTime and give them a little tour. Maybe mm-hmm. you order in the same dinner and then it's almost like you're sharing the meal. And I think kind of going from there, you can increase the dates both in terms of length and also the vulnerability of how deep the conversation goes. Okay, so remember earlier on when I asked Bella about what she would say to someone who tried online dating in the past, and she was like, bitch, everyone hates online dating. Well, I actually asked Logan the same question, and she had a real different answer. I would say to the person that maybe they actually might want to try online dating again right now and maybe give it another chance because things are just unfolding in a really different way. Mm -hmm. So some of the patterns that daters have built up over the last, let's say, six or seven years, like since Tinder came out, some of those things have changed. So it's not like you match with tons of people and then you go on first dates with some of them and it, it can feel shallow. I think this video chat dating thing is something new, so they might want to give it another shot. And if you're willing to give the apps another shot, here's one last piece of advice from Bella to keep in mind while you're swiping. You have to definitely have a model of who you're looking for, right? Who's going to make you happy? And it doesn't typically have to do with appearances or height or the things that we're kind of programmed to look for. It's going to, thinking about the qualities of your best friends and the people that elevate you, who are the people that make you really, really happy? Right. And these are the qualities that you should be preferencing in a mate. I don't know if this makes any sense to anybody else, but it kind of reminds me of that quote from Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec when she says, find your team and get to work. But I don't know. I guess maybe it's more like find your mate and get busy or don't like whatever, you know, live your life. Be happy. It's all totally cool. Of course, we do always want to hear from you. We would love to know if there's something that you wish you had done before all this stay-at-home social distancing stuff started. Like, if you had somehow magically gotten like a one-week pre-pandemic heads up, what would you have done? Uh, I know a lot of people wish they had gotten haircuts. I totally would have taken my dog scout to the groomer. Maybe you would have like dealt with that burning oil smell in your car. Maybe you would have picked up a slice of your favorite pie at the bakery around the corner. Whatever it is, we would love to hear it. Just record yourself on your phone and then email the file to nerdatpodcast at gmail.com. 
Don't forget, tell us your name and where you're hunkering down. Uh, do it before Thursday, and you might just be in Friday's episode. I just think this is much more fun when we're all in it together from a distance, and it is always nice to hear from y'all, so let us know. All right, one more thing you don't want to miss in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hello. Guess what yesterday was? It was Lizzo's birthday, which like, okay, journalistically, yes, we might have been like, you know what? It's too late. It already happened. We missed it. We shouldn't talk about it. But I'm pretty sure scientifically that Lizzo's birthday lasts at least 24 hours. And just like yesterday, I'm sure today you could use an excuse to listen to some Lizzo. So you're welcome. Here's a little bit of her song, Truth Hurts. Break my heart. Oh, that breaks my heart. That you thought you ever had it. No, you ain't from the start. Hey, I'm glad you're back with your bitch. I mean, who would want to hide this? I will never, ever, 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 ever be your side chick. I put the stinking single. Ain't worried about a ring on my finger. So you can tell your friend. Shoot your child when you see him. It's okay. He already in my deal. It fits the theme of this episode is all I'm saying. So here's Lizzo in a Nerdette interview back when I got to talk to her in 2017. This was actually the morning after I got to see her play this like adorable, tiny second floor venue in Chicago called Subterranean. It's kind of surreal to remember being at that show now because she's like completely exploded and is an insanely famous person. But sometimes you can interview a person right before they become extremely famous and then you're cool forever. So there was this moment last night at the show right before I'm in love with myself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in love with myself. Where uh, all you had to do was like I'm say the name of that song. Myself. Like you literally just say, I'm in love with myself. With myself. And this crowd just goes fucking insane. Kissing on my mirror, staring in my eyes, appreciating every curve and crevice, smack my thighs. And I was just wondering, like, what is it like to be able to stand on a stage and say that you love yourself and have that many people just lose their minds cheering for you? It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling because I feel like it's not just me saying I'm in love with myself. It's the crowd being like, I love myself, too. Yeah. You know, I do think that there's this double edged sword in the industry where if I wear a leotard, if I show my legs and I say I'm in love with myself, I'm body positive or feminist or free another artist say like ariana grande or like Nicki minaj does the same thing people will say oh she's scantily clad or do you know what i'm saying like she's trying to use sex to get ahead Mm -hmm. and i think that's really unfair and i think yeah because i'm you know fat and black and happy like (laughs) they're like oh my god you know she loves herself and that's oh she's so brave right right i'm like 
I'm not any more brave than Ariana Grande. I'm not any more brave than Beyonce knows. I'm not any more brave than any of these other women who are out here, you know, doing the same thing and loving themselves. But these terms like body positive and dare to be beautiful, they really shouldn't exist. Like we shouldn't dare to be beautiful. beautiful. It shouldn't be brave for a girl who's over, you know, a size six to be wearing a bikini. That's not brave. She's just a bad bitch, you know? As a person who is also a Taurus, I have to say, I just fucking love that Lizzo is also a Taurus. It is Taurus season until May 20th. That means it is time to just like dig in and indulge and just do pretty much whatever the fuck you want. At least that's my interpretation of Taurus season. But anyway, Lizzo, we just want to wish you a very happy belated bad bitch birthday. All right, that's it for today. The show is produced by me and Justin Bull. Our executive producer is Brendan Banzak. Take care, and we'll see you on Friday. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.